for those just starting out, to those who built their reputation. In the detail industry, navigating the course is a daily grind. This is Play by Play with industry professionals tackling topics and offering tips to help improve your game plan. Now, here's your Play by Play. All right, what's up, Facebook family? How's it going, man? We're back with Play by Play after a long vacation, nice 4th of July celebration. Of course, I got my buddy Ryan here. What's up, y'all? And uh, we're we're bringing it all to you, but we got to talk a little bit about um, our, our vacation, man. Yeah. Our, our, uh, which we didn't even get a day off, did we? Yeah, we did Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We still had Sunday. That's what it was. That's what it was. But anyways, yeah, it was a great holiday. We had a lot of fun. Ron, you got to experience some fireworks? Oh, man, you know, I celebrate freedom every day, but especially on (laughs) 4th of July, um, I was trying to sleep. But, yeah, the neighbors behind me were... uh Going at it till two, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, Ryan came in dragging. I'm like, man, what's wrong? You have so many, uh, too much Fourth of July celebration. But no, it was just the fireworks. It's just the fireworks, man. Anyways, but it was fun. Though. It was blast, man. It was. It was. We actually uh, fell asleep early. We didn't do the fireworks thing. I don't know what happened, man. We were wore out, but. Anyways, we're back on set. I know you probably noticed our new intro, and uh, the production team did a fantastic job with that, that one, dude. It's great, awesome. Man. I love it. It's awesome. But so we want to talk a little bit about before we bring our buddy Clint on with Buffett John. We want to talk about where we're at in the industry time-wise. Right. And so summer, it's always blow and go for detailers, especially if you're in the marine industry. And we're you know we do cars uh, here too. It's probably about fifty-fifty now, but mm-hmm. but we're we're a lot we're involved heavily in the boating industry Absolutely. and. And, you know, June, July are kind of the crest of it. And then it starts to tail off. And I think the idea is not to get that dip so much as right. just extend. Extend that peak time out as far as you can before that fall off goes. And there's multiple ways that you can do that. Um, you know, so when we talk about extending, you know, the season and, and, and continuing to book jobs, you kind of get, you got to get creative. Right. You got to think about what the customers are needing. And so if, if we're, you know, doing boats and, and just say that's predominantly our business, then we need to think about why would a customer want a boat detail in the off-season, quote-unquote. Right. Um, and so there's all kind of opportunities there for you to market to that customer, talking about, you know, if, if you have a long wait time at the beginning of season, it would be a great time for them to come on in and beat the rush for next year. There you go. Coming go in ahead and, and get it nice and coated get and it, stored up. That's right. And then, then the start of next year is just a basic wash, you know, right. or a little maintenance wash. And, uh, and so they beat that rush. And right. then what that does, and instead of having this huge rush in February, March, April, it extends that on out, and it's just a consistent flow of business, and that's what we're all looking for. And you guys are running a special right now, right? Um, on- yeah. So we got yeah. We wanted to try something um, in our auto bay. We wanted to try windshield coatings. We wanted to run a special on that because we felt like that could be you know that could be done to any job, whether it was just a full interior or you know a full detail inside and out, sure. pops, whatever. We wanted to advertise this coating. We're advertising fifty percent off, and it's just a little. Uh, it's a way for us to upsell and kind of increase our ticket prices um, to help us kind of. Extend that income sure. deeper into the season, and, and it's also good to offer those things like you know, kind of push those headlight restorations. Got to get creative. You know, That's right. The little things that no, nobody maybe thinks about, or you kind of take them for granted when you're busy. You're like, man, I don't have time to fit, to mess with the, the <laughs> headlight restorations or or baby seat cleaning, you know, car seat cleaning. Um, or you know, or windshield coating. Right. You know, you're just trying to get through the day. You're trying to keep up with the with a busy schedule. Um, so, you know, you can offer those things. You can get creative in your marketing. It's really easy to do. I mean, just like all we did with for a windshield coating was we had one of the girls from inside. We'd coated a windshield, 
uh, Chris got her to come out there and pour water down the windshield, and it shows the customer, hey, how water will repel from this. Right. So they get the visual, and then you tell them the deal. And, uh, and, and it's people, not like Rain-X where they have to reapply, you know. Right. A it's a ceramic. Weeks, yeah. yeah, it's a ceramic, so it's going to hold up. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's just a wonderful thing to sell, and it helps up the ticket price, which helps extend that income deeper into the season. And it's little things like that that help you kind of flatten that curve. I know we all know about flattening, flattening the, curve. the curve. right? Well, we're trying to do that in yeah, the industry, right. too. We're not trying to have that just drop off. We're trying to level that baby off and keep it consistent because right. as a business owner, you don't – you know, it, it's a fine line between busy and too busy. Mm. And really, if we could just take that busy and spread it out some, then it's just a consistent uh, flow. So, Absolutely. you know, it, it's it's a you know it's a great time uh, in the industry. I mean, uh, detailing is just exploding anyway. If you're in the detailing industry right now and you're not busy, right, then something's wrong. Yeah, um, need to get on some marketing. Maybe uh, yeah, not target your ads, guys. On Facebook, I see targeted ads for mobile detailers. Man, on the other side of the country. And, you know, and I'm seeing them down here in Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, we've been, yeah, we were talking about this yesterday, me and Ryan were, and, uh, you know, all the, the ads that we see people advertising detailing. Mm-hmm. Well, we're the wrong audience. If your ads are showing up on our news feed down here in Mobile and we're a thousand miles away from you, you're wasting those dollars spent going out to these people that that aren't your customer base. Absolutely. You got to put a, you got to put a geofence over your marketing and Put it in your area that you would be able to service. A customer's not going to drive four, five, six hundred miles to have a car detail. It's just, I mean, there may be that one-off scenario. Sure. Um, we've had some delivered in from like South Florida and stuff, but we're not running ads down in South Florida hoping someone For would sure. trailer their vehicle here to detail. You know, <laughs> that happens. It's just word of mouth, and it just happens. But your your audience should be a radius of fifty to a hundred miles, and that's like no matter what your their interests are, it shouldn't exceed that that circle right and when you're you know slowing down putting advertisements out there is a great thing to do but don't waste your money you gotta watch every dollar spent absolutely man you You need to retarget those ads to specific areas you do and i thought it was really creative uh ryan you were telling me that you were actually helping these detailers out when you saw their ads and screenshot it and message them and say hey just a heads up i'm seeing your ad you may want to go in there and adjust your settings so i don't see it i mean i don't you're wasting it And i thought that was super Nice, right. cool of you. You know what I mean? Uh, to 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 do that, to go that extra step, because I always see it and I kind of shake my head. But but Ryan took a step further and 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 try to help these guys out. And, well, I saw one of the guys said, you know, he's pretty much brand new to to professional detailing yeah. and and owning his own first year is owning his own business, right. and he didn't you know really know a whole lot about targeting ads and how he should go about that. So it's definitely something he was you know very appreciative of and wanted to look more into it. And and, uh, le- and let me tell you something, Facebook makes it real easy to spend your money on. Yeah. So you know that that's how they that's how they generate their revenues based on these ads, and so they're going to take your money whether it's good for you or not. And so you got to be aware of what your where your ads are going and be in control of that. So um, detailers out there, guys, don't don't waste your money. Don't advertise for you know. Make sure that you're putting a geofence around your location that that restricts the amount of uh, customers that are seeing it within that range. So you're right. not advertising to us down here in Mobile, Alabama. Speaking of advertisements, you know this is also a good opportunity if you're on software, you know, yeah. like Detail Bookie, we can set up you know different text messages or email campaigns to go out to these customers that you know basically just putting a bug in their ear letting them know hey you know right maybe dropping some education about a maintenance uh you know deal. i get it so we take the bug out of their car and we put the bug in their ear that's it Absolutely. ah i got that's it 
I got it. No, but seriously, you know, it's a great. And whether you're on Detail Book, you're using your Able or whoever, whatever the, you know, whatever software you're on. If you're not on something, you need to be on something for sure. But use those campaigns to proactively go out and try and look for you work. Right. Let that thing go to work for you around the clock, twenty four seven, communicating to your customers, trying to reach out and grab those ones that have booked in the past, right. and try to recycle that customer. Oh, you can set up a thirty day or a, say a ninety day follow up, yeah. and you put it, you know, specifically to completed jobs. Yep. And so if they haven't had anything scheduled, you know, then that can just trigger that thirty and ninety day. Uh, yeah, and it's just a, it's just a hey, man, you know, you may want to think about an, a, a maintenance washer, you know, or something like that. So there's all, all kind of opportunity there that you can reach back out to that customer. And the thing about it is, you don't have to think about it. As the detailer, you go on detailing or you go on running your business, and this thing's going out and searching for, you know, it's going out and reminding all these customers that they maybe, maybe they need a refresher or a top coat or a, or a, a maintenance wash or something like that. And it's mm -hmm. constantly doing that for you, and it never calls in sick. Right, man. I mean, <laughs> for 49 bucks, you will not find a better employee that no. you know, seriously is not going to miss a day. Yeah, and, and so there's so many uh, things that you can do out there. And, and that, again, that, that just helps extend that slow season. Um, I know that on the dashboard um, that it shows you, you know, your rebook rate. And, and that's how many jobs is that customer booking? Is he rebook or he or she, is she they rebooking? Um, another job and we can watch that and see mm -hmm. how many of our customers are coming back right. because if we're only getting one job per customer then we're not doing a really good job with our customer service or, or good detail right you if that customer is not coming back it's because they weren't impressed and it averages up right all the different yeah rebook jobs. It, it tells I mean, you it tells mm -hmm. you your rebook rate and that lets you know how you're doing how you're performing mm -hmm. and uh, something else we just added back and we had taken a break from this was um, here at easy in was um, was our Google and Facebook sure. reviews? We're going. We're doing another campaign to kind of bump those up. I mean, we have a few hundred of them. We we we've done really good in the past, and we kind of took a break. We steered to a um, a survey right. that we were sending them, and we were going back to reviews. And we felt like just another uh, you know a good string of reviews would help sure. you know kind of new flatten customers. that curve. Yeah, right. new customers. That's right. Um, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, man, I, I was not wanting to nerd out on software too much right, right. at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking maybe it would be a good time to bring on uh, Clint and see what he has to say. Maybe um, he's got something to contribute. Absolutely. Well, you know he does. He's such a cool guy. I mean, we, we ran into him at Southern Detailers Conference. We've been doing business with him for a long time. And, uh, you know, it doesn't get a cooler guy. Right. So let's, uh, let's bring him on and uh, let's talk to Clint. What's, What's up, buddy? Hey, guys. What's shaking? Oh, you know, just another day uh, down here in Mobile, Alabama, about 400 degrees. Right. The humidity and, uh, is about 150. Raining every day. But, uh, oh, is but that all? Here. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> A nice, cool 400. Right. Um, yeah. uh, Clint, man, let's talk about you actually, real quick. Actually, Oh, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, actually, uh, we got a nice day up here in Northeast Ohio. It's probably seventy-five degrees, so Man, we're, we're going to take it. Don't, don't tell us that. We'll be we'll be catching a plane heading that way. <laughs> it is smoking hot down here. Come on, brothers! And uh, I don't know if you know Mo about Mobile, but it's actually the w the rainiest, rainiest city in the U.S., right? Yeah, and a lot of people think, oh, that's not true. It's yeah. San Francisco, or I think, uh, yeah, it's no. Mobile. Uh, as far as huh. the amount of the, rain, the that volume, we, the volume, rain, yeah. right? We get more rain, and it's a daily thing. It, just, it rains every day. I mean, in a thunderstorm. It just <laughs> that's interesting. I didn't know that. What did I call it yesterday? A gully washer. A gully washer, yeah. <laughs> and it blows in and it blows out in like an hour, and you're left with just a, a blanket of yeah. humidity on top of you. 
Um, it, it's it's nuts, dude. But it's, it, it is. You know, it's it's great living down here. Well, look, I, I've been. No, doing a little sounds bit of, fun to me. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah it is. So I've been doing a little bit of Facebook stalking, and it looked like you went on a trip recently. Where, where'd you oh, go? I'm always on trips. Are you? You sorry dog, man. Yeah, we're yeah, stuck here working. Yeah, where, where, where's the last place you went? Actually, I went to uh, Pebbles and I, my puppy, drove to Indianapolis uh, for the weekend. I got a college friend out there that we uh, hang out with. And uh, nice. so uh, we just kind of got out of the, you know, I'm, I'm, I just uh, closed on a, a house here in, uh, in Northeast Ohio. And believe it or not, I've been living with my parents for the last three months. So oh, every nice. once in a while, yeah, I just got to get on the road, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Absolutely. No, uh, we I, just we just closed on a house too, then yeah. uh, and man, we had sold I sold um, a couple houses I own and moved into a, a a condo there on the water, rented it for a year, and then we found this house that we were going to build. Me and my wife were, but then we, the price of building went up, and and so we found this house. And man, we fought forever, we fought for months to get this house, and we finally just got in. Matter of really? fact, while, while I was at SDC, <laughs> she was moving in the house, and uh, so I dodged that like oh, a wow. like like the plague. <laughs> Now, I saw nice you. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was strategic. It was strategic. Now, <laughs> I saw you brought your puppy along with you, man. We're uh, we're big on work dogs up here. I've got yeah. a little a little fur baby from my you know my own. Uh, do you usually tote tote your puppy with you everywhere you go? Oh, she pretty much goes everywhere. Yeah, really? she just she she knows when I say you want to go for a car ride, she goes right for the car and and she jumps in, sits in the back seat, and just looks pretty. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, we do it. Uh, so yeah. our, at our Christmas party, we give out all these awards to everyone. Everybody gets a, an award, and then we vote for uh, Dog of the Year. <laughs> and it's uh, it's very oh. controversial. It's very like uh, I love it's it. competitive. It's I mean, competitive. It literally <laughs> came down to nearly a three way tie. It did. I bet. <laughs> it, it did, and and yeah, it almost caused uh, uh, like uh, somebody to leave. Like she was <laughs> mad. Rachel was really mad that her dog did not win Dog of the Year. She was convinced, and if you. Find Follow our Facebook, uh, Easy In. This dog's been in pictures for like four or five years. This is a little puppy, you know. And she was just sold. Oh, I have to check that, that out. Chair. Yeah, and uh, his name's Tucker, and she and she was just sold that he was the winner. And and it's an actual vote. I mean, we go around and get all the employees to vote on it, and the dog didn't win. <laughs> oh, I love it. it but uh, love look, it. so talk, back to detailing. Um, IDA. I know you're heavily yeah. involved with the IDA. Um, and matter of fact, I I am. I did my skills validation for auto detailing when I was at SDC. I had passed the test a few years ago and just never had the opportunity for the um, skills validation. I was there that morning. You were. You were. And by the way, that was really early um, after Saturday night. So um, that was kind of brutal. But, yeah, we knocked that out. And uh, But I'm, I want to do something, and I talked to a few of the guys there. I really want to bring someone in uh, with the IDA and, and do an on-site and get all of my detailers um, certified. This is a goal that I've had for a few years, and so um, sure. I didn't know if you could kind of speak to that. I know, I mean, I'm not talking about you know the the logistics of it, but you know the value in that. I I, I think it's extremely valuable. Um, I think that you know sure. There, there's a lot. There's a lot there that uh, that helps with customers, and it helps just the 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 morale and and everybody around. You know, it is. It's, it's funny. I just saw uh, on one of the social media uh, sites, I can't remember which one, but a, a kid had said on there that he got a job from the IDA website. And, really? you know, in, in his comments there, it was basically that somebody saw the value uh, in, you know, somebody being qualified. So, you know, 
I'm not going to go into the whole history of IDA and where it started with Bud and, and, and you know, where the group has brought it from. And, and I haven't been involved since the beginning, but pretty, pretty darn near close. Sure. Um, and the idea here was really for recognition for our industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with me on the sales end, guys, you know, I've been going into dealerships for, you know, over 20 years. And, wow. you know, we're always looked at as a liability. You know, that it's going to cost money. And, 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 you know, it's very difficult to look at, you know, a service director or an owner or general manager and say, hey, you got a profit center sitting here, but you have to put a little bit into it because you put money into your technicians and it's called ASE. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with my father being a, a mechanic retired, you know, something living in another state away from my father, something I always looked for was, hey, where are those I'm ASE sure. certificates sure on the yeah, wall? Absolutely. And that's where we wanted the IDA to go was to give us more value as technicians instead of car washers. Car washers. Absolutely. That's exactly right. And, you know, um, so we have my uh, certification there by the um, right behind the girls that do the sales in our counter. And, you know, it's not like the customers are like, I'm only coming here because of that. And I don't think anybody's claiming that. But I think it just kind of gives us yeah. that extra step. And it shows that you're investing into yourself, that you, you know, that you respect the industry enough to do that. And, I, and it's a common ground for all of us to come to and measure each other. And I, and I love it. I mean, I, you know. Um, after doing my skills validation, and I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name. I, I shouldn't have. Uh, anyways, um, they asked me if I would be interested in being on the board. And so I submitted my um, Good. form there. And, I, and I'm, I'd love to help. And anyway, I t- you know, she asked uh, the Good. lady there asked me um, what I'd be, you know, what. Cheryl? My, yeah, Cheryl. Thank you. And uh, she asked, you know, what, what I could help with. And I'm like, I mean, pretty much anything, you know, um, whatever. And uh, so. I love the IDA. I think it's a good thing, and I hope to see it grow. And I know it's kind of one of those things that, you know, you get into a Facebook group and ask about it, and you're going to get all kind of different answers. But I think that there is a lot of value there, and I think it's a good thing for our industry, for sure. Yeah, without a doubt, man. And I know we – It is. Go ahead. I was going to say, we just went ahead and wrapped up our series on training uh-huh. uh, right there um, before SDC. And, you know, it was great being down there and seeing just so many helpful, you know, just people that are, are just starting out in the industry. And you had just a ton of guys adding so much value to their trip. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was really cool to see all that while we were down there. Absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, that's one of the things is it's all about. You know, I've been in the industry a long time. And, you know, now there's so much formal training that is offered. It's awesome. And, you know, you guys are younger than I, um, but, you know, we have some real youngsters in this industry that I think don't really appreciate what they have at their fingertips right now, you know, because training for me was looking at the guy next to me and and seeing what he or she did. And that's what you did because that's what you knew. Absolutely. And I've said it a million times when I was learning, it was trial by fire and, and it's an expensive and stressful way to learn when you're just figuring things out on your own. And, you know, basically we had Mike Chirps, sure. you know, forums that we could search and try to figure it out. But but a lot of times it was just, you know, grip and rip and, and hope you don't tear something up until you get good enough to know what you're doing. And now these guys have the world at their fingertips when you talk about training. And it's like, man, if you don't take advantage of this, then you're really, you know, doing yourself a disservice in the industry because there's just so much information out there. And, uh, you know, that, that is. Is, uh, the STC did a great job with their classes. And uh, to see the participation yeah. in there was, was nice. Um, so, you know, I... I love to see where we're going. I love all the information that, that guys have, uh, you know, at their fingertips. I, I know in our morning meeting, 
uh, here with my guys. I run our morning meeting uh, with my detail crew. And uh, at the end of it, we uh, have them pick a video, okay? And it's a five- or ten-minute video that they find that's relevant to what's going on. Sometimes it's just motivational stuff, sometimes, but a lot of times it's detail-related. And I tell you, one of the best ones that we've found is Rupes Replies. They have done a really fantastic job of a professional approach to training and teaching. And, of course, it's free. You know, how can you beat that? And, uh, you know, I think probably at least one day a week we're watching Rupes Replies. And a lot of the times it's stuff that we already know. I mean, these guys are professional detailers out here. We're not, you know, they're not just running the mill. These guys know what they're doing. But it's the little things. And then sometimes you'll watch it and you'll pick up on one little thing that they've done or one, you know, something different. And you're like, wow, if I could just do that. Um, So, you know, it's it's, it's cool. I, I love to see where our industry's headed on that. But, uh, look, man, we brought you on here to talk about products. Let's talk about them. Yeah. Cool. So you've got this new uh, Reflection Artist Kit. We've kind of got it displayed right here on the table. Mm-hmm. And so what what I really yeah. like about it is you kind of give a variety of pads, and, and this thing can actually be used by, you know, not only professionals, but it can also be a good starter pack for, like, a weekend warrior. Um, what type of polisher Absolutely. do you think would be the most forgiving that could work with these pads? Well, with the actual Reflection Artist Kit, and I don't know if you have all the pads there, but there's actually five different pads. And what we did with those with that kit was those pads, uh, three of them were existing pads from an existing line that we have that's called Euro. And Euro does not stand for European. Uh, it stands for Ultimate Random Orbital. And more or less, those pads come in five-inch and six-inch sizes, and they're made for the dual-action polishers. So what we wanted to do was we wanted to build a kit that did three things. Uh, Number one, we wanted it to work with any polisher that's in the market. Uh, As simple as a porter cable uh, to even a rotary uh, Mm -hmm. machine. And specifically for your Rupus, you know, 15 millimeter and 21 millimeter and your flex tools. Um, Also, we wanted those to work with any compounding system, whether you were talking about uh, Angel Wax or Meguiar's or Sonics or uh, Menzerna. It didn't really matter. We, we did. That's why it took so long for us to, to introduce these pads. And then lastly, we wanted it to be able to be used with someone with any skill set. So we wanted Mr. Johnson to be able to get those pads with a, uh, you know, a $75 dual action from Porter Cable, or mm-hmm. I'm sorry, from uh, uh, Harbor Freight and be able to go work on paint with no damage and no problems sure and all of our pads that we make for da would not suffice so three of them we kept from existing lines in euro and then two of them the gray wool and the dark blue pad we developed specifically for the that kit yeah 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 and there's a lot of variables that go into that i mean i can imagine trying to design a product or a pad for you know so many variables you know different products different machine different skill set mm-hmm. and the fact that you guys went out and, and done that says a lot about it and i think it's an awesome kit for uh for guys to grab and figure out what they like best what works best for them um, we run the rupez machines here at our shop um, they've been great for us but uh we we use uh, buff and shine pads we use the Eurofiber pads um a lot of your foam and yeah. stuff um and so, and we use a, a local compound and polish uh, most of the time. Sometimes we're using repair cool. polishes on Carcrew. So, you know, the flexibility that we have there as a business owner, I don't have to go and just buy one compound, one pad, and one polisher. 
when you guys are developing yes. products that work for everything, and it and it's huge for us as a as a business owner, especially with a large shop, that we can go out and, and use what's best for our shop, or you know, and, and so I think that's great, man. I, you guys have done a fantastic job. We love we love your products. I mean, y'all y'all have done wonderful in the past. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, you guys, uh, you know, it's nice too. You know, I, I I got to finally meet and spend some time with you guys at STC. Yeah. Uh, you guys are a cool bunch. You guys were a lot of fun. Um, you, you fit right in. Yeah. Dustin, you have a really good team uh, that you've put together. I was very impressed, and I mean that. Well, well, thank you. You know, we pride ourselves on that. There's uh, over 30 of us now here in you know in our shop and, wow. and office between uh, marketing and, and sales and, and detail. And, I, you know, we were talking this morning. We were shooting a video, and things kind of got uh, – some feathers got ruffled. But it's because everybody's so passionate. Mm. And everybody, we love each other, sure. and we're all looking out for each – and this isn't lip service or, or, or cliche. This is the truth. Everybody here, every yeah. single person on this property is here to help each other and make each other better. And that's a culture that's hard to it. – it's hard to teach or, or, or grow. You literally – it just has to develop. Okay, and uh, you know, and it makes me so happy to come on property, you know, on site every day, and know that there's that many people pushing in the same direction, and we all want the best. We all want the best for each other, yeah. and we want the best, you know, product, whether it be detail or marketing or whatever. Um, but I appreciate the the recognition there. I know that these this team, and as well as myself, works really hard, and uh, but but we do know how to have fun too. We like to have a good time. <laughs> That's, yeah, we, I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. We, we know how to have fun for sure. <laughs> Uh, we have a tubing. Matter of fact, we have a tubing trip coming up the end of this month where I take all the team. We put them on cool. a Greyhound bus and we load everybody up and we tube down a river. Like they rent, we rent these inflatable tubes. Everybody jumps in. We tie them all together and uh, and we go rip it up, man. So it's gonna be fun. Love awesome, it, man. Hey, listen. In addition to your uh, reflection kit, our producer was actually telling us that uh, you've got something new coming out, uh, like a new clay bar or something that you're Pecan doing. Clay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's actually out currently. Um, we introduced it right after the first of the year, and you know, just a quick history on that. You know, we, we don't manufacture clay. You know, mm-hmm. we, we we stick to you know we try to stick to what's what we do best, which we make our buffing pads. And we make all of our buffing pads, and we make them in the United States, and we're real proud of that. Nice, absolutely. Um, but we do have we do utilize some resale items uh, if they make sense. Um, typically, very high quality. Um, we have distributors that you know are smaller, so they might not uh, be ready for a large order of pads every month or whatever. So sure. we try to have some ancillary items to help out with freight and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But we were selling 200 gram bars of the purple and the gray, like you commonly see out there, and it was not coming from um, who you would normally think it would come from. We actually had our own source overseas that dried up overnight. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. And so it took us about a year, but you know, my, my the bulk of my career history was with a company called Auto Magic, uh, where I was a trainer and a, and a regional manager uh, for them. And as you, you may know, you know, they had the patent on clay for a yeah. long time. So I had a lot of experience with clay and I kind of said, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to shake the trees a little bit and see what I can find. And I actually did find a company that would do what we wanted, which was a not another gray and purple bar. So what we did was we had them make 100 gram bars as opposed to one 200 gram bar. And we thought, hey, if you drop it, you yeah. only drop half of your clay. Yep. Um, and if you, 
if you did want to, you know, have a 200 gram bar, then you just put them together. And then, obviously, obviously we wanted good performance. And then lastly, we wanted a unique color. And the reasons that we went with the neon green and the neon orange are you can very easily see the contaminants as you're rubbing it over the surface of the clear coat. So yeah, and, and I know the guys here at the shop absolutely love it. Uh, we've been using it for a while. You don't understand how important that is until you drop the brand new piece of clay on the ground and you're like, you got to be kidding me. Um, and then you know you're having guys trying to split it and all that stuff so they can just grab it, go, the bag is resealable, toss it over in there, put it back in the chemical room, and uh, and it stays uh, good. And uh, you guys knocked it out of the park with that one for sure. It's really awesome. Colors yeah, we, we put some nice retail packaging together with it so it looks good in the storefront. You know, the online sales and, you know, the storefronts are really, 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 well, you know, I know you have a hell of a storefront. You, you sent me pictures. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. they're becoming so common now that retail packaging is uh, is definitely something that's uh, that we wanted to offer with that product just to make it a little bit more attractive and a little different than some of the clays that are currently out there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, it does. It typically came in like a box, you know, and it's just not a very attractive. Uh -huh. and, and you guys, you, I mean, you really, you, you did it. Y'all did a great job, and it, and it does good here in our store um, as well. So, um, but yeah, man, I, you know, we, we couldn't be happier with our relationship with you guys. The pads have been great, and, uh, and then, uh, you know, absolutely the clay bars just knocked it out of the park i love the colors too because you can you like you said you can see everything mm -hmm. we're doing a uh, we had a boat come in here yesterday uh or the day before and it was covered so the guy was pulling the boat and he drove through like a construction zone that had asphalt either it was not asphalt but it was like the liquid oh. stuff and it sprayed and it wasn't his boat it was his brother-in-law's boat all right <laughs> okay oh and it of just course sprays the whole boat so it comes in here and we're like holy mess <laughs> Like we're fixing to be doing it. <laughs> we pancake those big clay bars like we did them the size of our hand and then sprayed solvent and just you know went to town on it. But it got it all out. I mean, it did great. We didn't have any trouble. We didn't need the neon bar. We could see. We used it. <laughs> you could see what was going off. It was black, solid black. Golly, but that's terrible. <laughs> well, uh, man, hang on. Before we let him go, uh -huh. you know that that question I always like to ask our guests. You I know. think he's the perfect person to ask that. Being in the industry as long as he's uh -oh. been in here, go ahead and fire all right, away. Buddy. So listen, not specific to us but what impact do you see software playing in the detail industry um, I, I actually it's a good question not that I know a whole lot about the topic but what I will say is that you know me being in this industry for so long since the well professionally since the late 90s but that's all I've ever done you know I've watched guys and gals give their talents away for decades yep. and you know with the new machines, pads, co combination uh, combined with the new compounding systems, and obviously, you know, the innovation of ceramic coatings and, and uh, graphene and those types of things. I have watched guys and gals be able to actually charge for their skill set, mm -hmm. um, and that's very exciting. And I think that where I'm going with that is I think along those lines, I'm watching guys and gals spend more time on not just being a better detailer, but how to run a business, business. Right. Yep. how to make money. And I love that. And I think that one of the one of the benefits of having a software company and I just I have to throw out uh, Billy uh, Detail Billy as an example, mm -hmm. you know, Detail Billy and I 
clean cars together in the middle 90s. We were kids. I don't even think Billy shaved back then. No kidding. Um, but, you know, when I went and saw his new operation and what he's doing in the business, and, and I mean, I literally gave the guy a hug and I was like, yeah. I just love what you have done with yourself and your business. And obviously, not Billy taking from himself, his wife, and his team, but, you know, he said, that the software program that he's put together has changed his business model. Absolutely. And uh, I, I do understand, I do know that, you know, Rod and Jody are, are uh, competitors, but, you know, oh, Zenware's another company that I see out there. And I love how you talk about your competitors, Dustin. Yeah. You're all out there trying to do good things for the industry, playing nice. And I think that having a software system, a good quality software system with good support, is an absolute necessity for anybody that wants to have a successful business and or grow their existing business. Absolutely, I mean, dude, you, that's that's exactly right. And you know, speaking to um, our Rod and Jody, they're they're just great people. Um, and and we're in the industry. You know, I love I'm them. in the detailing industry. Uh, I'm in the software industry. And um, you know, the software industry has a you know has there's a, there's a bunch of good softwares out there, and there's a bunch of good people in it. And we were able to come together at SDC and kind of get on that common ground. You know, we've been communicating on Facebook and stuff, but it was nice to everybody to get together. I love it. Um, there's there's enough business to go around for a lot more software companies too. You sure. know, but and we always say we don't care if you're using our software or something. Get on something that's going to help professionalize our industry as we grow as this industry Absolutely. grows. This thing, you know, the more professional we look, the more, the better we run our business, the more serious we're taking, the better pricing gets and we get paid for our skills. And that's what it's all about. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that, like I said, it's not, uh, it doesn't matter to us. We, obviously, we think that ours is a good fit for a lot of detailers. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be perfect for everybody, um, but it's a good fit for a lot of them. And uh, we want to see you on it, but we want to see you using something because um, I'm a detailer as well. And the better this industry can get, the more that we all grow together, and, and that's what I want to be a part of. So, um, great answer, man. Absolutely. I, I, I really like that. And uh, the industry's definitely on that tra uh, tra tra trajectory up. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Um, so, uh, we're yeah. going to jump off. Any, you got anything else you want to add to it? I know we kind of um, sped through the pads, but is there anything else you want to throw out there? Uh, no, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. I'm, I'm looking forward to having you on ours. Uh, so is Justin. Uh, we just talked about it, Dustin. You know, okay. one of the greatest things about these types of things, your podcast, our podcast is, mm -hmm. you know, it's not the buff and shine promo hour. You know, when, no. when you come on or when somebody comes on, it's because you have something credible or quality to offer. We're very, you know, I typically pick who goes on Justin's podcast and I'm very yeah. selective at who goes on there. Not that there's bad people, but, you know, I like to always stay on that cutting, that cusp of innovation that's and right. services that somebody may not always know about. So we're definitely looking forward to having you be able to educate our audience a little bit more on what you have uh, and how it can help their business and the industry. Well, yeah, and I, and I appreciate the opportunity. I mean, you know, I'm I'm one of those guys to hear that and I'm like, you know, look, I just talk my – I just – you know, talk my truth and what we've done here with our detail business. Um, you know, it's 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 worked, and we know what works. And uh, you know, and that's what I like to speak to is, is you know, look, we're not perfect, but we just try to be better every day. And, yeah. uh And that's what it's all Absolutely. about. Absolutely. And uh, as long as you're always trying to improve and get better, then everything else kind of happens around that. And uh, so, yeah, looking forward to your podcast. Looking forward to be on there. Uh, appreciate that opportunity. And thanks for coming on ours, man. Uh, I, I really uh, thought it was a good talk, and, and I appreciate it. 
Definitely one of the nicest dudes I've met. Absolutely. And, and by yeah. far, man, looking forward to uh, continuing this friendship, man, and uh, can't wait to see it. Uh, probably Absolutely. Probably going to be uh, SEMA, I believe, is uh, we might yeah. see it, Mobile Tech. There's Still a chance, happen. backdoor chance we'll see you if you're there at Mobile Tech uh, Las Vegas, but we'll definitely see you definitely at SEMA. Definitely see you at SEMA. And, uh, and then Mobile Tech Orlando. But good seeing you, Clint. Thanks a lot, hey, and if I get down there, to, if I get down your way, I'll stop and see you guys. Oh, definitely. Oh, gotcha. Definitely. Gotcha. Come gotcha. by. Yeah, we'd love to see you here. Guys, thank you. Take care. Thank, thank you. you, sir. All right, so Ooh. it's that time, right? What time is it, Dustin? Hack or hack? Where's the theme music? Uh, cue it up. Hack or hack. Yeah, all right. And so today what we've got for you is an actual hack. Yeah. Uh, all right, and so uh, hack is in a trick, and this is to help you solve a problem. Dustin, you've got a genius hack for one of those uh, for those caked up nasty buffer pads that we were just talking about. So actually, yeah, yeah, and you know, this isn't a hack, but this is not something. This is something that maybe everybody doesn't know. Um, so in the you know when you're polishing um, paint or gel coat or whatever, your pads are inevitably getting dirty as you use them. Sure. So we use air to clean them out while we're going, or we use. Um, you know, a spur or a brush to clean them out. But at the end of the day, they're all caked up. Right. They need to be cleaned, right? Yeah. So they've came up with, you know, pad polishing uh, or, or pad cleaners that you yeah. can use in a bucket. You've, uh, you know, wash them out with your power washer or whatever. And all this stuff is kind of labor intensive. It's stuff that you got to go through. Everybody hates doing it. I know we hated doing it at our shop. So the hack is, if you don't know it, you can absolutely throw these pads in a washer Right. Washing machine. Right, right. But first, give well, them, give you can do the that. Sink. Put them in the washer, and they'll come out like brand new. Now, there is a little pre-wash that needs to go on. And how we do it in our shop is we use Dawn, and we kind of put it on the pad, and then we massage the pad and rinse it. And that just helps break down those compound polishes in that pad, and then toss it over in the washer on gentle cycle, cold water, and let that baby rip. And I promise you, your pads will come out like new. Whatever you guys do, don't forget don't mix your wool pads don't with mix foam. wool with foam there is a little asterisk beside that do not mix the wool with the foam or else you will spend an hour picking lint or the, the wool out of the foam pad so make sure you don't do that but guys save yourself sometimes i see everybody complaining about pad day and they're they got this basket of pads and i can just i know what they're going through because i've done it here we have a lot of detailers here we go through a lot of pads um but what saved us a ton of time is uh doing a little pre-rinse soap you know, massage it in there. That breaks down it. Rinse it. Toss it over in the washer. Every and day. Let it, oh, every day. Yeah, we clean pads every day, and we use those pads over and over and over until they're not performing like they should. Until they're not, you know. And then it gets tossed. Don't, you know, look, guys. Don't lose no sleep on them on a ten dollar pad or five dollar pad, whatever. I don't know how much you're paying for them. Um, toss that baby when it stops performing. Get you a new one because. Uh, if you're a detailer and you're polishing paint or gel coat, you know what it feels like to grab a new pad. So get the good out of it. Can it? Get you a new one out and uh, get good work. So that's Hacker Hack. That's a good hack for you to know. If you don't wash your pads in the washing machine, start doing it. It's great. Yes, um, not going to hold you up. We know it's lunchtime, right? It is lunch break. And uh, who do we got coming on the podcast Man, next Man, I can't wait to make this announcement. Yeah. We have the man, Joel LaPon with IGL, the coolest guy around. Absolutely love Joel. Oh, um, we had a blast with him at SDC. We got to go to his uh, – he was opening up his training – actually listen, doing the, the training so facility. I thought I knew how to throw a party. Oh, this cool. dude knows how to throw a party. And, uh, I mean, we, but 
me and him together would be dangerous. Oh, dude, without a doubt. <laughs> so anyway, if we're going to have Joel Lapalm on here talking about um, all their products and uh, just just shooting the breeze with him. And uh, look, appreciate everybody watching. Don't forget, you can catch us on Spotify if you didn't catch it live. We're aired on YouTube. We stream on YouTube and sure. Facebook. Drop us a comment. Drop us a like. Give us a share. We appreciate everybody, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one, guys.